Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Welcome back to the Audience Converter Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Whitecamp, and today I'm super excited to introduce to you Dr. Elizabeth Hughes. She's a Stanford-trained physician with more than 25 years of clinical experience. After treating thousands of patients with stress-related illness and having her own life nearly ruined by stress and chronic anxiety, she realized that the conventional medical approach is completely inadequate to treat stress-related conditions. She's developed the Stress Antidote System, a unique process to turn off the body's harmful stress response. She helps her clients go from fatigue and fed up to feeling on fire. And I think all of us can agree that one of the huge major pitfalls when talking about entrepreneurs and scaling and growing our business is that worry that we're going to burn out, that we're going to do all of the things and it's going to be too much work, too much effort, and then we won't be able to reach that next level. So I'm really, really excited to talk to Dr. Elizabeth today. And, uh, you know, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. And, you know, Kimberly, call me Elizabeth, please. <laughs> I know it's one of those uh, Midwestern upbringing things, right? I'm like, oh, there's a, there's a title. I have to say the title. You know, you worked hard for the title. I want to say the title. But I'm like, no, but I, you know, I met Elizabeth at the New Media Summit, which is an amazing conference for, for podcasting, for, for new methods of marketing and another great way to grow your business. And, you know, I heard her speak on stage and I was just like, I want to talk to her more. She's talking about how to get over stress. I want to hear more about that. That's it's fantastic. So uh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for, for joining us today. And I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, that, that introduction that we talked about where for a lot of people, for a lot of entrepreneurs, we have this idea in our heads that the only way to achieve anything is to work hard, right? We all grew up with that. You have to work hard to get to where you want to go. But working hard has like a really detrimental effect on us. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. Well, I, I think I want to probably say that first off, entrepreneurs, you know, have this belief of working really hard. Doctors have it too. I mean, my entire training was all about stay up later, study harder. You know, it was it was incredibly stress inducing. And this is something that any high achieving person thinks needs to happen. Uh, so I, you know, I've I've been there on the burnout end of things, but there is a way to work with effort, but to not feel like there's that stress, that fear that you're doing something wrong, which is really what stress is. It's a it's a fear dressed up in a in a in a socially acceptable label, and learning to make effort and working hard. And, and working productively without that feeling of, I could fail, you know, something's going to go wrong. That's the key to burnout because people can work really hard and not burn out if they've switched that balance there. I love what you said there is that stress is just kind of an actual, it's a fear response, right? So many of us, we want to take on the world. We want to bring our message and bring our, bring our services out to so many people. And we want to conquer fear. But in the back of our heads, we still have that fear of, uh, you know, what are other people thinking about us? And I love that, you know, you're talking about how stress is actually related to fear and that there is a way to do really great work. And there is a way to, to still 
you know, be working hard without harming yourself. Can you go into a little bit more about that? Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, some people talk with athletes and people who are creative musicians and things like that to get into that flow state um, where you are comfortable while making effort. And that's that's where I think we all should live. That this sense of I'm working, I'm doing, but I am comfortable while I'm doing. And I think that that flow state is key for anyone who is creating something new because that's what entrepreneurship is, creating something out of nothing. Yeah, it is definitely creating something out of nothing, right? You have just this this inkling of an idea and you're going to turn it into a business and a thing that helps others and makes you money at the same time, which can definitely be uh, you know, a little bit stress-inducing, definitely for sure. <laughs> so, uh, you know, let's talk about uh, what does a flow state mean? How how do you achieve that so that you're still working but you're not you're not burning yourself out? Well, I'll tell you what I specifically work with with my clients. And what it is, is you don't actually need to achieve the flow state while you're working first. That's like sort of taking the training wheel, you know, going from a bike with training wheels on and then taking the training wheels off and then shooting down a mountain bike course. Like you're going to fall, you're going to wipe out. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to practice in your daily, regular life not under a situation of stress until it starts to feel normal. And I do some very specific exercises to get that feeling of trust and grounding and have people practice that while they're brushing their teeth, while they're washing the dishes, while they're doing that so that they can feel that as normal, that is comfortable and it's something that they can do and switch on. Because many of us, even when we're brushing our teeth or washing our dishes or whatever it is, are feeling that stress. We're running those stress thoughts like, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I you know, I need to follow up or whatever it is. Turning that stress response off and working on that feeling of confidence and trust in yourself. You know, physical end is, is where I work because I'm a doctor, but whether it's your trust in your abilities, trust in your accomplishments, learning how to feel that in your day-to-day work, even if it's just for a couple seconds a day and then you expand it out, that's how you start to work on that flow state is where you get that feeling of effortless work. But you have to you have to start with your training wheels on and you have to start on a smooth flat driveway. <laughs> smooth flat driveway or an empty government parking lot on a Sunday morning, right? That's how I learned how to ride a bike. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. So you're talking about how you know you can do a little bit every day to build it up and to build it up. And I love that you're talking about, you know, making sure you use the training wheels first because so many of us are so eager to to try out something new or to to test something that's going to help us grow our business, whether it's a new marketing system or it's a new method of outreach or it's a a new software even that we kind of just want to dive in. But then, of course, we get overwhelmed because there's too much. So, uh, you know, on the Audience Converter podcast, we are all about what can you do today to start growing and scaling your business? What are the tools and resources you can take advantage of right now so you can get started as opposed to, you know, when you're ready to get to that flow state? So if you had to tell somebody what they could do today 
to, to start building up that flow state, to start building that grounding. Uh, what would you recommend people do? So the quickest, simplest thing to do is to start paying attention to your breathing. This is where my yoga teacher instruction comes in, but breathing is key. And when we are under stress, we don't realize it, but our breathing pattern alters so that we are taking in less oxygen and also expelling less carbon dioxide. You can get carbon dioxide trapped in your lungs that again gets reabsorbed back into your body. That alone changes how every cell in your body works. You can be relatively starved for oxygen. And when you're breathing properly, you actually, like blood flow changes, blood flow to places like your brain and particularly the frontal cortex where you, um, where you make your decisions, where you have your big picture view, all of the functions you need to be a good CEO of your business, all of that relies on decent blood flow to your brain. And just breathing is key. Wow. So, you know, one place to start is just to kind of become aware of our breathing. You know, we if we're feeling that really stressed out feeling in our heads, right? Most of us know what that feels like. Oh, I have a million and one things to do today. It's 10 hours later than I wanted to start my day. And the, the family's coming over in two minutes, right? Right. Um, <laughs> so just kind of taking a moment, sitting back and just noticing how we're breathing is a great starting place. That's That's a really powerful tool. Yeah, it's it's an incredibly powerful tool. And I'll offer a second idea here, especially for the overwhelm of trying something new and wanting to dive in and then feeling like you're not getting it right. Everything is data. Like every mistake you make is not a mistake, it's just data. And if you can go into something new with the idea that you're going to learn, all of a sudden when something doesn't go right, you stop that self-sabotage like, oh, I screwed this up. I'm not smart enough to figure this out. It's like overwhelming. It's impossible. All of which are stress thoughts, all of which trigger that, that stress response internally. When you can look at whatever you're doing as this is data, it, it changes. It kind of flips in your mind. It's like, okay, that one didn't work, but what can I learn? Yeah, I love what you're saying there about, you know, if it didn't work, what can I learn? That's a it's a completely different way to kind of look at what we're doing as we're growing our business. And you know, one of those things that we talked about uh I've heard from a lot of people, right, is, you know, your thoughts kind of impact what you can do. And if you have all these negative thoughts, then it's not a not a great place for you to be. But one of the things you mentioned when talking about focusing on your breathing is that you can actually starve yourself of oxygen by being stressed out and it affects our, our brains. And one of the things we we talked about, you know, before we hit record was that stress has a has an actual physical effect on the body and it can be a negative effect. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Oh, yeah. Well, the you know, when we're feeling stressed, it means that we're releasing hormones and neurotransmitters into our body, you know, all over. So it takes about 30 seconds to have all of that cascade of you know, adrenaline and cortisol and all of the other like thousand different, I call them molecules of stress. They're all running through our body. Every cell in our body has a receptor for that. And your every cell kind of goes into panic mode. 
where how the body functions, how an individual cell functions, changes subtly. So when, for instance, let's talk about your intestines. When your intestines are exposed to those molecules of stress, well, absorbing food and processing food is its lowest priority. So it stops doing that with the same degree of efficiency. You know, same thing with your kidneys. Like you don't want to be filtering urine and creating urine if you need to run. So you end up with every single solitary cell kind of switching into this bare minimum survival mode based on the hormonal and neurotransmitter cellular sea that it's swimming in, right? We're, we're all sort of bags of water swimming in an ocean <laughs> of, of hormones. That's really what we are. And your cells, like, it knows, okay, this hormone's there. I, you know, I shouldn't spend time, uh, you know, regulating my heart rate in quite the same way. I shouldn't spend, you know, or the cell thinks, you know, like, I, it's time to go into this panic mode. And so everything Every single cell in the body, your muscles, your kidney, your liver, your pancreas, whatever it is, it changes its actions based on those molecules of stress. That's, that's really interesting what you're talking about is how every, every part of us changes in response to the stress because one of the things a lot of us have in our head, right, is that we need to be having and be doing all the things, right? We have to do all the things in order to succeed. But what happens is, is that the more stressed you are and the more effort you're putting into your work, the less results you're actually getting. You know, we, we had talked about that a little bit before pressing record was that, you know, stress can actually cut down on your ability to succeed. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Oh, yeah. Well, and we touched on it a moment ago that, that you need a fully functioning, alert, relaxed body in order to do whatever it is you're doing, you know, whether it's running, you know, a four minute mile or whether it's running a meeting, whether it's talking to a new potential customer and really tailoring what you're going to do for them. You need to have those mental faculties sort of at their peak, at their optimum, because ultimately as an entrepreneur, what you're trying to do is relate what you're doing to another person and show how you can help, right? That's what we all want to do. We all want to help. But if we can't think in another person's, you know, for another person, if we can't make decisions, if we can't make quick adjustments, we're not going to succeed. Definitely. You know, it's, uh, we call it in marketing analysis paralysis, which is, you know, if you give people too many options or too many things that they can do next, there's going to be too much effort for them because they have to choose between, you know, five different things to do on a landing page. Uh, so they don't do anything and they leave. And it's the same type of thing what you're talking about. You know, if we have so many things going on, we, we can't focus in on that one thing that we need to be focusing on, you know, like thinking in our audience's uh, mind frame, right? Or being able to solve a problem. Right. Exactly. If, not if not if a, a big to do list is coming in and <laughs> intruding itself while you're you know you can't you can't do calculus while you're being chased by a lion. Really, <laughs> that's that's the truth. You can't you can't do that complex thinking. And if your body is in that I'm being chased by a lion mode, the complex big picture views and the interrelationship views and the and the sparks of creativity they're just they're extinguished. 
Well, I will say, um, I never took calculus, so I couldn't do it anyway. But <laughs> that's a really great, uh, that's a that's a great image in my head, right? She's running down from a lion and I have to answer like a millennium problem or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> While trying to figure that out. I, I do not think that would be very fun for sure. So we've talked about, you know, how you can start creating a, an easy flow state and how not all work needs to be stressful. You can still be working, but not working, you know, super hard. Is there a way for us to, to use our responses to be more creative or to, to harness what our body is going to react to things so that we can uh, reach more efficiency? Wow, that's a good question. And it probably would take me like 12 weeks to answer because that's exactly <laughs> what I do with the people. Um, so yes, there is. And I'm not being cagey by saying I can't answer quickly because I don't want to <laughs> keep people on for the next 12 weeks. Okay. No, no, no. I understand. So, but you know, I think it's really powerful what you said, right? Is start small, start with focusing on your breathing, start with maybe creating a routine and then, you know, realizing what our thoughts are saying to us so that we don't have those negative effects of stress that is constantly on our body. You know, I love your approach, right? Which is the stress antidote, right? You don't have to be stressed out all the time. And I think as entrepreneurs, a lot of us are stressed out pretty much all the time. Right. And, and I'll say that's one of the reasons that I don't like the term stress management. Management to me talks about things that you have in limited resources that you need to maximize, like time management, financial management, personnel management. These are limited resources that you want to make the most of. Stress management kind of implies that stress is normal and you just need to make the most of it or the least of it. But I believe in stress banishment so that the stress just isn't there. You know, except if you're like about to be hit by a car, that's a good time to have stress. But the rest of the time, we shouldn't be accepting stress as our normal state. And that's what I believe. And that's what I teach. I, I love the way you phrase that, you know, that uh, stress, it's not something we should manage. It's something that shouldn't be there. You know, a lot of us kind of have it in our heads now, especially with that fine line between work life and home life when all of us are connected all of the time. It's like, well, isn't everybody stressed, right? Isn't that just part of like working in the normal world and, you know, having a house and having a family and needing to do your job, right? You're supposed to be stressed, right? Like it's, it's normal, isn't it? Right. Yeah, it's not. And, and so, you know, I used to be stressed all the time and now I do things like, uh, you know, like I will have a day where I'll do, uh, you know, a public speaking event and a podcast interview like this and see clients. And I've been going for, you know, eight full hours and I feel fantastic, you know, because I've managed my stress rather than worrying, how am I going to get this all done? I just know when I focus and I'm calm, I've got this and it just flows. Right. You're in that flow state instead of managing the stress. You're like, eh, the stress, it's just not there because I know it's going to happen next. I know it's, I'm, I'm going to achieve what I've set out to do because I know that I can do it. Exactly. That's a really powerful uh, way to look at things. And <laughs> I love uh, you know, what you've shared here today and those little tidbits about how you can get started. So you know, I'm all about action. I'm all about the small things that you can do to get started today. And we, we've talked about one or two of those tools, but if you want somebody to take away one thing from this entire conversation about stress and how, 
how it can be a detriment and, and stop you from being able to grow and achieve your goals. What's your one piece, one pearl of wisdom for people in relation to stress and, and how it affects their lives? It, it really is. Stress is not normal. Stress is not healthy. And if you're feeling stressed, don't just blow it off. It's affecting how your body functions and it's affecting your effectiveness. Affecting your effectiveness and affecting how your body functions. That's, you know, a really great way for us to look at it, right? Knowing and acknowledging that stress doesn't have to be a part of life. It doesn't have to always be there. It's not something that we can hope to not have uh, one day out of seven, right? It should just not, <laughs> not exist. Yeah. I, I, I like this approach. So right. you, Alyssa, can't, you, you can't batch health, right? You can't, you can't like, batch health, right? Yeah. They always say that you can't catch up on sleep, right? If you, you skip four days and, oh, I'm going to catch up. It doesn't really work that way. Exactly. So Elizabeth, I want to thank you so much for joining us here today. And, you know, if people want to learn more about what you do and, and how they can, you know, figure out the stress antidote system and ditch it, how can they get in touch with you? So my website is my name, elizabethhughesmd.com. And that's Elizabeth with a Z. Okay, so it's Elizabeth, H-U-G-H-E-S-M-D.com. And of course, that information will be in the show notes. And Elizabeth, you said you work with people one-on-one and they can, you know, there's a lot of resources, I believe, on on your site as well for them to just kind of read up on how stress might be affecting them. Exactly. And I will uh, I will be opening group programs starting relatively soon. And if, you know, if I'm in the middle of a group and you're interested, we'll put you on the list for the next one if, if you want. <laughs> Fantastic. So definitely go check out elizabethhughesmd.com to figure out how you can live without stress because stress is not normal. Thank you so much for listening today and with my amazing guest, Dr. Elizabeth Hughes on the Audience Converter Podcast. Once again, I'm Kimberly Whitecamp, your host of the Audience Converter Podcast. And you know, tune in next week for another great interview on how you can scale and grow your business. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.